Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Colts owner Jim Ursay tweeted out a list of his top five greatest NFL players of all time. And his top five goes as this. Jim Brown, number one. Tom Brady, number two. John Elway, number three. Deacon Jones at four. And Reggie White at five. And I think this is probably a solid list. But as the Colts owner, one would think that a guy by the name of Peyton Manning would be included in this list. If nothing else, just for PR, because it's your own team. Jenks, did you find this odd? Yeah, it's it's crazy. And also, John Elway refused to play for the Colts. Back in 1981, they picked him number one overall. He refused. He was like, I'm not going to that franchise. So you went with a guy who turned you down, who turned you away, as opposed to the guy who is the best player in your arguably one of the greatest players in your franchise's history. And I absolutely think Peyton Manning was a better quarterback than John Elway. And John Elway was superb, no question about it. But I don't know what Jim Ursay is thinking here. From a PR perspective, it's bad PR. And just from a metrics perspective, I think he's off base. I respect Jim Ursay in that he is very outspoken and says what he thinks, so you always know where he stands. But I also think there's times where he's a bit of a loose cannon, and you're like, all right, what is this guy doing? I think this is one of those times. Yeah, do you think Jim Irsay was pouring over the metrics and saying, well, I need to see his stats on this and that and this? No, he probably just tweeted this spur of the moment just based on the thoughts that are at the top of his head. Like, don't you feel mm-hmm. like there was not a lot of research that went into this? That's why I don't take too much away from it. I don't think he was pouring over the metrics. I think he was probably pouring a drink or two. And he's like, ah, what the hell? I'll weigh at three. So we all were thinking. Let's go Deacon Jones. Although (laughs) Deacon Jones is no joke. Like Deacon Jones is an inspired choice. There's no question about that. I know he's an old school guy. You're like, who's Deacon Jones? Deacon Jones is one hell of a football player. So I don't fault that. Reggie White, one of the goats. So I don't mind this list. There's nothing about this list that bothers me outside of the fact that Peyton Manning isn't there. I don't get it. I don't know what Jim Irsay is thinking. I really don't. All right. So as somebody who is, I'm not going to call myself younger because I'm 35. I'm not that young. But for Mm -hmm. me, I feel like it's difficult to do all-time lists when you rank Mm -hmm. players that you did not get to see when, you know, they were in their prime or, you know, when they were actually playing. Like, it's one thing to watch, you know, a game in person and feel all of the surrounding vibes to it and like the meaning mm-hmm. of the game and the postseason and whatever. Uh, but I feel like it's hard for me to like make an all time list of guys who weren't even playing or their prime was when I wasn't even alive. Do you ever struggle with this? Like for guys that, oh, sure. you know, are considered all time greats, but I will never fully grasp it because I was not alive during that era. Yeah, and you can go back and do research, which I've done with certain players in different sports and football in particular, and learn about their games and learned about what made them great 
And I'll watch some highlights from time to time, even though those are much harder to come by. And I've done that in different sports. But yeah, and when you see someone play, when you watch someone play, and when you watch them, when you just naturally have a reaction where you say, oh, yeah, I, I, no, I watched this guy. And so you have those memories coupled with the fact that you have the stats right in front of you. It's just more difficult. Jim Brown is a guy that is a perfect example. If anyone ever tells you, however, Jim Brown isn't one of the greatest, I don't know what they're talking about. Jim Brown averaged 105 yards a game on the ground. That's still an NFL record. He quit at the peak, at the peak of his powers because he wanted to do more social activism. But Jim Brown, especially if you look back at his career in college when he was at Syracuse, he was a stud in what? Baseball, basketball, football, lacrosse, considered one of the greatest lacrosse players, the greatest, one of the greatest of all time, an incredible athlete. But it is hard to, to give current athletes or older athletes, I should say, their flowers when you don't really have that context of having watched them play. There's no question about it. Well, and also because the eras are different, because being a running back now, as opposed to 30 years ago, running mm -hmm. backs were a much bigger part of the game. And they still are a big part of the game, but not to the extent that they used to be. Now it's a quarterback driven league. So do you think it's also hard to compare players in different eras? eras? Oh, no question. Eras? No question about it. If you look at quarterbacks in particular, because the game has, has, has made the transition. I'll use B. John Robinson as an example since I'm a Texas guy. What was all the debate? Like, there's no, question, there's no question. This guy is, is an otherworldly talent. No question. One of the best running backs to ever come out of the college game. But do you really want to draft a running back that high? Back in the 80s, this guy would have been a top five pick, maybe a number one overall pick because it was about establishing a ground game and then letting your quarterback do his thing. I've said this before on this show. I remember growing up as an NFL fan, and I had this book. And this book was a mini NFL book, and it was about great passers in NFL history. And it was called The 30,000 30, NFL Passing Club. Like 30,000 yards in the NFL career path is nothing now. That's absolutely nothing. That's a drop in the bucket. Back then, if you passed for more than 30,000 yards in the NFL, whoo, you could sling it around, but now it's nothing because now it's a passing league. So if you're looking at quarterback stats and you're saying, oh, dude, this guy doesn't compare to what Peyton Manning did, what Patrick Mahomes is doing, what Josh Allen is doing. It's like, yeah, but also defenses were different. Offenses weren't nearly as complicated as they are now. It wasn't a passing league, so you can't just compare stat for stat and say, oh, well, this guy is better than this guy based on the numbers because the game has changed so much. Well, and also, stats don't tell the entire story. Like, if you looked at stats alone, wouldn't you say that, like, Kirk Cousins is one of the best quarterbacks in the league yeah, right now? Yes. So there is something to be said for the eye test. And I promised that we'd, we would give you guys a roundup of the NFL headlines. Here's one that caught my eye because I feel like it's so crazy. A.J. Brown was nearly struck by a car during a charity bike ride. Jenks, did you see this? A.J. No. Brown was on Instagram Live, you know, okay. doing a video of him riding a bike for charity in Philly. And all of a sudden, the phone flips upside down. And it turns out Jeez. he was trying to duck a car, a person that ran a stop sign. Can you imagine 
the pitchforks that would be out from the city of Philadelphia if somebody hit their star receiver. I feel like this person would not be alive. Uh, you are correct. That person would be <laughs> beaten publicly and then be applauded. The city of Philadelphia would applaud that this man was taken down, and rightfully so. God, I'm glad he's all right. I, stuff like that, I mean, it's funny now, but at the same time, it's also terrifying. This is how careers end because some moron wasn't paying attention or whatever, and there's nothing worse than it almost I almost got hit by a car. What was it? Mm, about three months ago, I was walking. And there's nothing more vulnerable than when you're walking or when you're on a bike and you got an automobile coming at you. And I'm not exaggerating. Like I've had cars where they see you and they're like, oh, I'll put on the brakes. I had a car stop where like the bumper just kind of like nudged my leg. And I was like, that's how I lose a leg or that's how I tear an ACL. It's terrifying. So I'm glad he's okay. Yeah, this would have been terrible because AJ Brown is coming off a monstrous season for the Philadelphia Eagles, but luckily he was not harmed and the charity bike ride raised a ton of money. Jenks, at school, did you ever have the rumor that if you were hit by a public bus, you know, on a college campus, that you mm -hmm. would get free tuition? This is a rumor no. that went around at NC State. So people were like running around, like trying to go in front of buses. It was crazy. Have you ever heard this rumor? I have not heard that rumor, although I did see one time, which was amazing. When I was at Texas, I saw a bus nearly hit a student, and this guy got so mad that this bus nearly hit him, he started kicking the side of the bus as it was driving away. <laughs> so this guy was running for like 10 yards just kicking the bus. It was something to say. Imagine thinking that you could hurt a bus with your foot. That is steel, my friend. You're not going to win that battle. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.